Hello everybody and welcome to... No. Let's try that again. Hello guys, I'm Dominic from Backyard Cinema and welcome to Yardcast. This is our regular podcast where I'm joined by my brother Nick and we sit in my room. Come on, we can do this, we can do it, we can do it. It's not a tumor. Bueller. Bueller. Hi guys, I'm Dominic from Backyard Cinema and welcome to Yardcast. This is our regular podcast where I'm joined by my brother Nick and we sit and ramble on a whole lot of nonsense to do with the movie world. Things that we want to happen, things that are happening and things we're excited and seeing in the cinema. So once again, I'm joined here by my brother Nick. Hello Nick. Hello, how are you? I'm very well mate, how are you? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Good, well you may be wondering if you're an avid listener, I know there's a handful of you. No, literally, maybe. literally tens. <laughs> I've had a couple of emails actually saying where's the new podcast. We were a bit delayed this uh, month I suppose because uh, Nick's been away with work uh, and we we're actually about to go headfirst into our Romeo and Juliet season which is going to last two weeks every night. Um, so I think uh, as a result we're going to be... Rather than a bi-weekly podcast, which is something I've been saying from the beginning, I think we're just going to do regular podcasts, and it's probably going to be monthly. Um, actually, give us a bit more to talk about, uh, more time to research, and the fact that Nick is spending about 50% of his life in America at the moment making a TV show. Yeah. Can we talk about that TV show? Uh, well, I can do, but then we can't really talk about the specifics of the stories, because it's going right. to be... Well, is it, what is it? You're, what are you, it? Go on. Well, the TV show is Paranormal Witness. Oh, it's on the uh, Sci-Fi Channel. Um... But yeah, been away quite a lot, You're interviewing in people, Where talking have you been? to people. Um, I have been to Oklahoma, I've been to West Virginia, Ohio. And what, why, why are you going to all these different places, to interview people? I'm going to interview people about their real life paranormal experiences. It's been Ooh, very exciting. Spooky. And, um, Good, I suppose the positive thing about you going to America is you get to watch films on the plane, don't you? I do get to watch films <laughs> on the plane. you watch films on it the movie at the moment. <laughs> so uh, what, what? I watch Creed. I like that very much. That was good fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I watched Straight Outta Compton. That Amazing. was good. It's one of my favourite films of last year, actually. What else did I watch? I watched uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Yeah, no, that was good. I think. Which That's was which is very good. And I, I, I have to say that the uh, the set design was particularly good. On what? I have Mission to say that because my boss's wife did it. <laughs> oh, really? But it was particularly good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Look at that. <laughs> Movie connections. Well, it's good to have you back. Thank um, you. Good to be back. We, tried, we were attempted to do some kind of Skype uh, arranged podcast, but it's just I can barely use the Mac wasn't on a day to day basis was it? to do normal stuff, let alone this. What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? Lots of stuff, actually. We're about to go live, live, live with Romeo and Juliet in a church with a choir. And the fit, like, it's amazing. All the shows are sold out uh, up until July, in fact. So there are still some tickets available for July. Um, we've got, there's like some celebrities coming down. Like, I think Simon Anstel's coming and Joe oh. Wiley coming down, Rufus Hound again. Uh, who've been emailing in? They once gave Simon Amstel a big hug at a party. We used to look like him, didn't you? We used, used to say him. that, and then and that that subject was raised at and the party. He didn't, and he like didn't it. agree. <laughs> I gave him a big hug. He seemed a bit awkward. I can imagine. I've done that. Uh, John Sims. I went up to John Sims and said, "Hello, mate. How are you doing?" Then realised while saying it. I know him because he's on the telly, not because he's my <laughs> mate. And he just laughed at me and was like, and, I was, and we both sort of just did a nodding understanding of we know what's happened. <laughs> and it must happen a lot. I was like, yes, mate. Hey, oh, you're from the, you're from, 
human traffic. <laughs> I don't actually know you. Didn't our dad do that to Paul Hollywood once on the tube? Started talking to him for about five minutes under the misapprehension that they played rugby together. Is that uh, the guy from Bake Off? Bake Off, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was the Hello, game. mate. How's it going? I seen you down the clubhouse for a while. How's it going? At... Oh, no, hang on a minute. You're from the telly. He did do that, yeah. On the tube as well. Like a fish out of water. <laughs> um, I've been. I've done loads of cool stuff, actually. I, I, we, I, I do this thing where I sometimes think, oh, I'm not doing enough cool stuff. So I book a load of stuff, and then I realise I book it all around the same time. So I think like back to back, I did. Uh, I went to see Raiders of the Lost Ark at the Royal Albert Hall with a live orchestra. How was that? Mega. Dun, 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 dun. You forget there's an orchestra. It's so funny. You 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 regain your your respect and love for musical scores in films because you just forget them. Yeah. Like. The sound effects, people walking around with like jangling, like like doing hooves and whoo, all that stuff. Like it's all post production. You like the post production is, is must be amazing, and and it's all John Williams stuff, isn't it? He wasn't composing, yeah. which is a shame. But yeah, it was good. I like the percussion. Was it Raiders? Did you say Raiders? Raiders. Yeah, oh, that's my favourite. I know it's the best one, isn't it? Is it? That's the first film that came out, but it, then Temple of Doom's a prequel to it. Is that the weird one? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, Temple of Doom's going to be set before Raiders, but Raiders. Was the first That's one it, that yeah. was released. Raiders is first. Oh, cause, yeah, because he uses he does the gun bit on the and then in the second one he does the gun. Ever heard bit, the but he potentially apocryphal story as to why he shot him instead uh, of did, carrying out this whole fight sequence? Because he had was planned. he hungover, he couldn't be bothered to and learn he had it. Crippling diarrhea. Oh, that's it. He had bad diarrhea, so he just shot him. Yeah. And actually, loudest laugh in the whole of the royal. So it's five and a half thousand. It's one of the best bits of the entire film. Yeah. It's, uh, it was and re- it sums up Indy's character as well. It sums know, him up yeah. that he's yeah, ragged yeah. and doesn't really care, doesn't, doesn't play yeah. by the rules, doesn't really know what's going on he's that much. He's good. It was really fun to watch a film that classic with 5,000 people because when they all laugh, it's like being at a, I don't know, Peter K gig or something at the O2. Like, everybody laughs. And it's really infectious. Mm. And it's like, a, and you can just sort of feel it in the room. Like, and it's goes back to our sort of philosophy that cinema does have a purpose like it's been taken from us a little bit with these big multiplexes yeah i just go on my own i sit in the dark and i don't interact with anyone if you go to smaller more independent cinema and everyone's there with the same sort of vibe like mm-hmm. star wars in america cheering or whether it was a uh, um we did um argo um years ago mm-hmm. and it was in a tiny little room we sort of crammed them in there mm-hmm. and everyone was like holding hands together while the plane's taking off it was like really you really shared the moment. Um, I like, so we're going to try and bring that back. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. I guess, yeah. Going back to, um, you know that guy he shoots in that scene? Yeah. Do you know he appears again in the film and he's also in Temple of Doom? It's not the guy that goes under the... Uh, under it's, In Temple of Doom, rock. he's the guy that he's, gets crushed. Gets, yeah, the big, his neck. The big guy. And he's also uh, the big bald German who he fights later he on really? in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark who gets Amazing. chopped up by the plane propeller. Well, when we were in um, Disneyland, Hollywood Studios, they do there's a the Indiana Jones live stunt show, and they reenact the whole aeroplane scene with all the explosions and everything. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. I've got a video on my phone. I'll show I'd love you. to see some of that. It was really good. Well, I that was we went there in January, didn't we? And then when I was watching the film, um, my uh, my missus then turned to me and was like, "Oh, that's the bit we saw." And I was like, "I know." <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you've never that's seen why Indiana here. Jones before. <laughs> um, so what did I do? Did that play called Maids which has got the girl from Fresh Meat in it and the girl from uh, Orange is the New Black which is good plays are weird it was good but like they're just weird aren't they they're mm. trippy mm. but the set design was really good uh, and we I saw Anomalisa oh is it that animated film The Puppets Look, uh, was it good it's meant to be very good yes it's uh, it's brilliant and it's really funny and there's a very intense realistic uh, puppet sex scene 
which lasts really? for about 30 minutes and has too many noises. Really? And Can you still see the strings? It's <laughs> No, it stops the animation. Oh, just a banjo string then. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Uh, it stops the animation, and I've seen. I did. I saw a little behind the scenes, and like Jesus Christ, like they all took, they all took four seconds of film each, and then swap over. Mm. Four seconds of film is like four hundred eighty shots. Well, that's why the team behind Wallace and Gromit always always being petitioned apparently to make Wallace and Gromit TV show, uh, and they say no because it's just too much work. No We'd just be way. doing it all day, every day, for the yeah. rest of our lives. No it's way. Hard enough making a film, let alone. No, regular uh, yeah. half, like a weekly half hour or whatever. So we went to something quite cool, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to uh, what was it called? We went, it's called Virtually Dead. It was a VR zombie experience. You know, we like our zombie experiences. We go to a lot of them. Uh, the the really spooky thing is, it was in the same venue that Backyard Cinema did their zombie experience in about two years ago. Yeah, it lends itself to the zombie apocalypse. I don't know what else you would do with that venue. It is very apocalyptic. Yeah, isn't it? It's yeah. Really, which is an East London warehouse. They did do it. They, it was like did, the end of the world. Yeah, it does indeed. Yeah, it's in Hackney Wick as well, so that also feels a bit apocalyptic. But um, I don't want to talk about the event specifically. I want to talk about the VR that was involved in it. Um, because mm. um, it was bloody brilliant, was it not? It was, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty mind-blowing. I've been telling people pretty much every day since we went. Have you? Well, I've been, so I'm following, I'm a gamer, right? But I'm following Project Morpheus is the user-friendly version of virtual reality. People will have heard of Oculus Rift. This was a different company. Was it called Vive or something? V-I-V-E? It wasn't Oculus Rift. It, uh, whatever. It was the technology. It was all still like connected to a computer. It was still wired up, weren't we? It wasn't very yeah. user friendly. It was all a yeah. bit sort of out. Like, there were big computers everywhere, and it was someone had te- to sort of man that yeah, at yeah, all someone, times. Yeah, and it, yeah. It, you got the feel. You got the feeling. It could go wrong at any minute. At any yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I felt like that as well. But when you put the headset on and then you put your headphones on and there was like a blue cube around you that showed your parameters, it was like X-Men training or something. You know, in the cartoon, they used to train in that room. Yeah. It was like that. And then you and then you look and then she gave you these hands. And when you saw the hands floating, it was yeah. like, ooh. And then she there gave are two you... controllers, aren't you, that you hold in each of your hands. And then in your virtual reality world, they when you hold them hands. up, they become your hands. Yeah. And you pull the trigger to grip. And there's a second button to do a second. To reload, function. you could reload. All you could do in this was reload and shoot. That was. But that, it was, was so beautifully else. rendered, and it you could you so could move good. you could move sort of two paces forward, back, left, yeah, and right. We were in a small you room. could crouch and stand up, and you could hide behind stuff. You didn't really have to do that in the game, but it, it was there. No. And pick up these different uh, types of guns and defend yourself from the zombie horde. And I don't. I'm not really bothered about computer games. I'm not into computer games that no, much at all. But I could have played that all day. I know. Long. Yeah, it no, was I know absolutely what you mean. brilliant. It, it was, was as close to, you know, killing someone. As you can, as, <laughs> it was as like paintball get. without getting shot. Yeah. yeah. Paintball without getting shot. Like, and imagine if you could, so we want to get rid of all the wires. So once they get rid of all the wires, I also think, so these two hands, you could, rep, they could be anything. So you could have a sensor or it, like, I want a sword. Yep. I want to hold a sword with two a hands. A lightsaber. A light, <laughs> now you're talking. Good Lord. Or a lightsaber and run around and like swing at stuff. But um, you could reload, and, and then at one point you had to pick up a torch instead of a, a gun. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, put it over your shoulder. And you put it over your shoulder, so you're using a torch over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then you're holding a gun as well. And you're in this pitch black cave. And uh, so you would sort of go around, and a zombie would pop out, and you'd have to shoot him in the head. And you had like a laser sighted gun. 
oh, it was what, the moment she said, okay, oh, there's been an outbreak. You need to leave the the factory so the zombies don't get you. I was thinking, no, yeah, I don't, you only really I don't got want about the storyline. Five minutes, ten minutes of sort of virtual reaction. I don't know how long we were on it for. It felt like I, like it you said, worth I could that, have done it. it. Well, the Christmas Day, mate, when that comes out, because it will come out Christmas, won't it? PlayStation's one. They'll bring it out for Christmas, and it will be in our house. And now I'm going to do a ten day holiday <laughs> and just play. The it. trouble is. I think you need to move about. I think that's what you need because, as good as it was, and as you know, as a, as a sort of sit down shooting game, yeah, it's only ever going to be as good as I think Duck Hunt. Yeah, you said that. You know, I think you might be right. Well, the, the lot which of the, for the first week is fantastic, but then after a while, it'll be like the Wii. It will, keep, it will take its place yeah. with the Wii on the dusty shelf. Yeah, exactly. The highest selling attic, Christmas get thing, and then just all, no the, all the draw something apps that everyone used to play. Now no, it's, it's consigned well, to the, the history uh, books. All the Mario, all the, <laughs> all the, the Wii Mario Kart wheels. The wheels, the fishing rod. Yeah, it's all of that interactive stuff. It's good, I think, you know, it's good for the first couple of weeks. I know, yeah. But then, I, but then I'm quite happy to play. Bowler. I think, yeah, I was just about to say, if you're sat there using the controller well, and the you've got the game on. playing on and you can, you can look around, you know, maybe 180 degrees. Yeah. Well, it's the... You know, so, imagine Grand Theft Auto, sort of yeah. 180 degrees. Of course, Up, yeah, it would be really, yeah, still playing cool. the thing. I when you're in the really car. Well, what I wanted, so, the, so VR got me very excited about, then I started to think to myself about, and there's a really good example I've thought of is, um, so who's going to shoot the first VR movie? So let's say that you've made Avengers. Yeah. Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Yeah. You're, it's the final bit. I think Sky have used it as their advert, haven't they? Yeah. And that little girl stood in the middle. They're trying to protect that ball, are they? Or get the ball or something? I can't remember. But they're all flying around. There's five of them. You could watch the film multiple times and like you could either be watching... You could choose where you're looking. So if, you've, like, so if you're turning your head at 360 degrees, your, your spot would be stationary, but you could turn around and you could... If, you, if you've seen the film before and you know that a pterodactyl comes flying in, it's just Jurassic Park pterodactyl comes flying in and grabs someone you could actually turn and watch for the pterodactyl to come flying all the way in and then pick them up from a different angle or you could maybe move to the side and go around someone it'd be like promenade theater it'd be like punch drunk when we went to the drowning man you could actually go right up to indiana jones and get your face right in his face and be like oh yeah cool yeah, interesting and watch him from different angles walk around him yeah would that be i think good only, or not? i think i think i think I think that will come along, but I think that will only ever be an accompaniment to the film. That will be part of the advertising process. Well, you feel like it's going to be like it won't, 3D I think it won't be, again. yeah, it won't ever be fully accepted as part of the film. Because, you know, there's been this drive, you know, we had 3D, it's pretty much died a death. You know, it's this idea to make cinema more immersive. And it, it, it doesn't. Yeah. Well, unless what you need to make, what you need to make a film completely immersive is an amazing storyline. Yeah, very that's true. All, that's all you need. Then you're sucked in. You don't care whether you see it. And also, if you're watching a film that's happening all around you, I think I'd find that slightly annoying because I'd be... What what I am very conscious about whenever I've used one of those virtual reality things, even if it's just Google uh, Cardboard, cardboard yeah. or that game, is that I'm missing something that's happening behind me. So I spend my entire yeah. time looking, looking around, you. looking around, almost paranoid that I'm missing something. So if I was watching a film, say I was in that scene in The Avengers, that, w- that would be great to see, but... I'd be conscious that there's something happening. Hulk's doing something behind me that I'm not watching. I'm a fan of Iron Man. So does that I'm not then give eye, it, eye on him. That, that just gives it rewatchability, surely. Yeah, like, but then look, I think that's a bit of a trick, isn't it? That you're... That, that no, you're no, I, the, not the interesting thing is... That's the whole thing with 3D, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, it, you know... The studio said, oh, this is, this is you know, the new, the new immersive the world, thing. Yeah. It's not really. It was sort of... It was really an uh, anti-piracy drive. And the, this would be the same because you can't pirate one of these things. No, yeah. Well, the I'm... 
So here's this is here's a brotherly divide. I'm very pro it and think it could be amazing. But you were very pro 3D as well. No, no, no. I wasn't pro 3D. We well, was... had this exact same discussion <laughs> for 3D, about but, four years but ago. But we're talking. This is a different, like different level. I go to a lot of promenade theatre, which is, if you don't know, it's theatre where you're not in a seat, um, where you have to go and find the story. So the, if you stand at the back in the corner, you'll have a quieter story than everyone. And if you're at the front with the actor grabbing you and pushing you around and making you move a table and chairs and stuff. Like I'm, I do a lot of that. I think that's slightly different though. If I was, if, I, if there was an opportunity for me to be immersed in the Avengers where I could be with them and be running around with them, then yes, of course, I'd be but what, would you not want to be rather than just standing there looking, looking around. around. I'd be, I'd be up for look. I'd be up for seeing it. I'd be completely up for seeing you it. Don't sound up but for seeing it. You it's, sound I, it's never, it's it, never but... gonna it's never gonna replace. It will only ever be a novelty. Which as all novels, what happens to all novelties, it will die out after a while. A fad. You think it'll be it's a fad? fad. Yeah. Maybe. And I think it'd be very good for the advertising. And I think you'd have viral campaigns like, with certain. So films like so like what you certain could be part of or it, trailers like virtual reality the... trailers work maybe better than the full film. I think that'd be good. Yeah. So yeah. like you virtual reality trailer, you put your headset on, you and you and you explore a room and you pick stuff up, and at the end and that's right because you could start doing semi interactive. It's so this crossover of film and game is what I want to get. Problem as well. You can't walk around. You need you need a square as room it, as in that compl- as in that game we played the zombie game. You need. A, a, a room you need sensors it wasn't a very big room though. you need no no it wasn't oh, very I big could room. do it in my room here now yeah but you still need the sensor yeah, yeah but, but again but then again you can only walk a couple of feet and after a while yeah what you really want is you know the holodeck in Star Trek or the <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it's where you can just run around <laughs> in his own world but that will never happen uh, what you really need is uh, the Matrix where you plug your head in and but the... that's what that's really I, what we all want I know that's what we want but we can't have it just yet in the same way that when people are watching black and white TV is probably going oh imagine if this was in colour well we're never going to have that like it's bullshit we will have it it's coming soon um, but yes that was exciting though wasn't it no but you can have colour because you, you invent a new type of film you can't invent a new type of room that we're all going to have in our in our homes no but you can install a games room in your house which I will do oh yeah we can all do that can't we well you can we if you can put it next door to the swimming pool and the underground garage well, mate, if you if you lot keep going to backyard cinema, which I hope you do, <laughs> and that might happen in about right, four hundred years, I might be able to get that. But um, <laughs> well, I would just I wouldn't have a I, I would sacrifice other things. Yeah, I wouldn't have a garage. I'd have a games room. You wouldn't have a gym, would you? I wouldn't have a gym. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, but at least with VR, I'm gonna whew, burn a few more calories. Yeah, and, uh, it's it, it does it. What terrified me about the VR, because then we, you go into the bar afterwards and it's like, oh, there's a VR machine in the corner, you can have a little go on it. And there's just some person looking like an absolute drongo with their eyes on, just going, uh, uh, like slow yeah. punch in the air. <laughs> and uh, and I just had a vision of like, uh, like an, 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 not a nightclub, but like uh, a VR is it in the film AI where I they go? It's in AI, yeah, where, where they goes. go, you go in and you pay your money and you put your VR headset on and you're all doing different stuff and there's just like twenty of them in a room all just going yeah and there's like a dude in the corner with like an erection yeah <laughs> and then there's like someone else who's like fighting like and someone brothel. else is talking to their auntie in oh uh, no not a VR br- <laughs> yeah VR I think bro- there is a there is a brothel part in it I seem to remember we were talking last week about um. TV shows that have been made into films in our sort of reboot conversation that's everlasting. Um, and it got me thinking, well, actually, I think that's what sparked this is I've just finished watching the season Fargo. Season one of Fargo, which is a TV adaptation or spin-off, you might say, of the very good film Fargo. It's loosely connected to the film. 
It's a complete spin-off, isn't it? It's like almost like a fan story. Uh, they're sort of similar characters, and it's set yeah. in the same. It's set in the universe. It's set oh. in the universe. Similar characters. It kind of connects to the film quite strongly at one point, which then goes off to another tangent. But I then I got very excited by it, and it's it's better than the film. The series. Mm. The series is better than the film. It's got a great cast. It's 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 ten hours long, so you can really invest in it. And there's a lot of character character building, but it was just really very very good. And so I wanted to have a little think about. Uh, well, I had a little look at what other movies have been made into TV series, and I wanted to talk about um, what movies we think should be made into TV series. Yeah. Because I've, you know, I've got there's one that I've talked to you about many a times. Why can we not? And I know one exists, but it's crap. Why can't they? Like Avengers, there's so many characters, and there's so much going on, and it's so hard to keep up with, to have enough screen time for all of the characters. Why can't we have Avengers, the TV series? But it's as good as the film. Uh, well, there's one simple reason why not. Go on. Well, how much did the Avengers cost to make? Well, probably a few hundred, hundred million. Several hundred million, couple of hundred million. Well, you don't have that money in TV, do you? Why not? Why can't you do straight to DVD? Make people buy it. Because you still don't have you still don't have the money. You've got set. You've got you've got a budget for a why film. Why not? And you've Nick? got a budget for a TV series because it costs because a whole a whole TV series. I I think I read that the um. A whole series of House of Cards, yeah, I think costs something like ten million. It costs ten million to look like that, to pay to have really good actors. You know, the cast of House of Cards is amazing. The writing's amazing. Yeah, it's shot beautifully. Yeah, you know, it doesn't look cheap for a second. No, you know, you build all those sets, you go to all those. Places. It just costs a lot of money to make drama. Costs a shitload of money, right? So yeah. to have to have a essentially a movie. Well, okay, think about how much a movie costs. You're asking to have a movie every week. No, no, it doesn't need to be a whole movie because you just have because one episode would just be about Captain America. Then for the pump, but to have the penultimate episode. There's lots of Marvel TV series at the moment. You've got Daredevil, you've got Jessica Jones, Agents um, of Shield. But even the writing, Peggy Carter, (laughs) Agents of Shield is terrible. It's terrible, and it's just rubbish. Okay, well let's move okay, away from well, Mar- that. Well, that's that's one individual, but you can't have you can't have the basically the C, the budget that you need to create the CGI, to create the sets, to have all this, yeah. to do it every single week. What do I need for that? CV I need box series. office, and I need. No, you need shit loads of money. Yeah, yeah, but then, but why can't they make all that money from? Because you can still sell the same amount of lunch boxes and bags and all, and like. Why, and why, and... why? At one of your events, is there not? Great big walking robots and holograms and millions of people and and you know and yeah. this right. that and the other because we can't afford it exactly. Well, that's well, it. Why yeah. can't you afford it? Well, we could afford it if each ticket cost two grand. Two grand, yeah. exactly. Oh right. So, so how, you do you pay, sell, how do you pay? How, how do you pay for a TV show? You can't, get it well, that's the advertising. what I'm saying. Straight to DVD. You only, but then you've got then the DVD. Then you've got to get billions of people to buy the DVD and the DVD DVD only costs like twelve quid. No, but you make it a fifty quidder like box set shit. But then only certain like the amounts wire. of people will buy it. Yeah, but and you've like... got to get someone to put the money up first. Oh, okay. All right, like, fine. Like, Avengers, no. Works. All right, so we've got a couple here that we've talked that we've we're gonna we're gonna explore them. That you did a list and I've done a list, and your list is better than mine. Of course it is. But I suppose no. But I suppose because I've not. If I so I'm sat home. What's coming up? My Netflix advert comes up. Yeah. Uh, new series, Netflix original, thirteen episodes, yep. Gangs of New York. One of yours. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That would be so good. You um, explore the different gangs, 
Because there's lots of real life historical characters in that as well. Well, it's a real place, isn't it? Five Points. Well, New York. Yep. No, Five Points of <laughs> New York is yes. a real place. It's all, again, based on true stories. Yes. But it is loosely based on, it was meant about them, wasn't it? Was it? Uh, I think the whole the whole film was based on, on real events. Yeah, true. It was about the and gang battles get... in, the, in early New York. There was a lot of the characters that were, that, were, that were really there. So you could get some killer actors in there as well. So you wouldn't, and I don't think Daniel Day-Lewis is going to do it because can't, he can't method act for that long. Daniel, but no. um, but look at like things like True Detective again, and then and the House of Cards is all some fantastic actors moving to TV. True. They're only very small series though and they often only ever do one. Well, House of Cards have done four. Uh, yeah, but it's been going for a long time. Yeah, that, I mean that is, that is one of the exceptions kind of... to the rule. I mean, I think I think House of Cards and Kevin Spacey almost started this sort of revolution of bringing big screen actors well, down to the small was a big one, screen wasn't it? because you get to explore these stories for so much longer. You don't just have an hour and a half or two hours or three hours. It's amazing. You can have well, 10, think... 20, 30 hours. On... Well, the only reason why the producers of House go. of Cards went with Netflix is because Netflix offered. They said we want we want to film We're two series and we want to release two series at the same, immediately. And they said we'll do one and, and one. They were, and Netflix were the only people that said, okay, we'll do that. Everyone else was like, no, are you absolutely insane? That yeah. means people watch it within a week. That's stupid. And they said, no, that's how we want people to watch it. Yeah. I think that's a new way of watching television. Yeah. So that was one of the first shows. Well, and, was, and, both and, Series 1 and Series 2 was released at the same time. And people could watch it as and when they liked. So, well, yeah, Gangs of New York would be wicked. Other um, films that could make a good TV series. And I suppose I'm talking really good well written kind of dark get really into the character like Fargo or like Rogue One's going to be to the new Star Wars um, or like House of Cards where you're really slow building it like intelligent series I think need to be done on these mm-hmm. um, well I a personal favourite of mine I'd love to see one for Jurassic Park I think it could be a good <laughs> I know I just said all that stuff about it being really slow about <laughs> character building oh, we've got to, Jurassic, we've got Jurassic Park. Park but I want to Good see Lord. it <laughs> it's not a PG I want it to be more adult what do you what, 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 what my story ti- do you feel has not been told <laughs> my, Jurassic Park <laughs> my time period for Jurassic Park yeah. is literally starts the moment they get back from ep- the first film and it's them reclaiming the island and, con- and, and then all the politics behind and all the uh bureaucracy and money and under the hand stuff to happen to make the island open again because it's obviously dangerous and you can't open it so like your opening scene is the helicopters flying away and then they land and land and then from there it's like yeah and it's like i'm I'm loving your vision i'm loving your dream but i think money i think to have a weekly dinosaur drama it wouldn't be lots of dinosaurs like well, wouldn't... I think you'd fall at you, you know, like you know, not wanting to do down anyone else's work. But do you remember the TV series Primeval? I mean, that was a weekly dinosaur show. <laughs> it's BBC, which, you man. Know, you can't. Oh, there's only so much money in the world. BBC have got a huge budget. BBC, like BBC, put why a lot the... of money into. Why their... Doctor Who's in fact, crap Primeval then? wasn't on BBC. It was on ITV. Oh, was it? It, it had the bird from S Club Seven. Company. Yeah. Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was a successful show, but. Crap. You'd get, you're gonna not crap. Well, not Fine, crap. So what? So you're gonna struggle. Stuff that's not gonna. Okay, so it needs to be not fan. So okay, so I can't have the matrix you can, either. Then uh, you can have these. You can have these things. You could do you the can, matrix cheaply. But I can't. All right. Well, mine are really expensive. If you go down my list, it's like. Okay, well, let's hear another one. My list. Lord yeah. of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> A weekly Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah like because they did. <laughs> and uh, Harry Potter. I'm <laughs> thinking like. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No. I've got, well, I, I well, it can, well, it can work. This, it can work. It can. It, well, no, it can work. I wrote this list before being explained to, to you 
buy you why but it's not all about it's not it. all about money but you've got to think you've got to think how much more of the story is there to be told kids they, they, we're not following Ron Hermione like Ron Hermione and Ron Ron Hermione and Thingy are and Harry and Harry <laughs> Ron Hermione and Harry the, yeah. the, the trio are just in the film in the series every now and again just kind of in the distance like and they kind of like they walk past and it's like they're doing their stories and it's a, following a different group of people just getting up just, to their shenanigans just getting up at to school. their normal shenanigans at school and doing classes and for like finding girlfriends and boyfriends and going to Hogsmeade and all that sort of stuff while all so the big stuff like happening. Grange Hill yes <laughs> Grange Hill but at Hogwarts is what kind of what I want because I I'm I'm really it I'm, sounds it sounds bad but it also sounds good it'd be amazing mate and you could do that really cool thing where in the background you've got Ron, Hermione, like Ron and Hermione are arguing about something, and then you they, they come out and they and they stop arguing and look at them the our characters in the series, and it's like they're obviously talking about the something yeah, 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 not yeah, yeah. from the film. And if you're a super geek, you'd, you'd recognise it, or or it'd be like Ron getting told off by Snape. Yeah, but then it would be dance. all the it would be all the but then it would be a series about the stuff that happens at Hogwarts that Hogwarts isn't the exciting stuff that, that <laughs> Harry and Ron and Hermione oh, yeah. get involved with. I want character they're just development. Like normal students. It'd okay. Be like, <laughs> Well, maybe it'd it's be just... like the struggle. I feel, All right. That, well, then that Gotham just... has. I mean, I watch I watch that every week, and I do quite enjoy it. But there is an <laughs> intrinsic problem with a with a series, a Batman series that doesn't have Batman in it. <laughs> I think you're right. You well, maybe there's... I've not thought this. Through. I mean, I just scribbled it down today. But I reckon. Okay, maybe it's like ten years before Harry turns up. Dumbledore's a bit younger. He's not a headmaster yet. Yeah. Pre headmaster Dumbledore, there's an older dude there, and it's like. So you've got. So it's more about the teachers, and there's like maybe it's more about the teachers. Fuck the kids. Not literally. (laughs) 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 Um, Well, um, the only other one on here, again, which would be expensive, but really good, is that I like the film Looper. Time travel. Hey, I mean, I did see it. I can't quite... You watch watch it on a plane? No. Did you watch half of it on a plane? No, because I'll tell you what, no. Well, no, it was like watching half of it, because half of the film was about time travel and going back and he's this time travel assassin yeah and then the other half about was about someone who had sort of crazy tele- powers telekinesis powers and yeah. I remember thinking Brilliant. it's like two halves that's like a half of two films my, all you need in there for me is roller coasters <laughs> and maybe some elves and some sort of and magical a, Grange Hill oh uh, yeah some kind of yeah so, an Aragon and then uh, that would be the best well I think a TV series of The Godfather would be very good because that yeah. was based on a book written by Mario Puzo, I think his surname is, and he wrote scores and scores of books all about the mafioso, both a bit um, like the Bond sort of series. Yeah, all over the place. Uh, like based uh, the the gangs based in Sicily, gangs that come over from uh, to New York. Yours um, is more realistic than my ones. Well, I just think that'd be quite an interesting <laughs> thing. I think I that's think quite an interesting because well. well, I think what you need is the well. I mean, the more I think about it, I'm not against your Harry Potter idea, like Grange Hill at Hogwarts. Yeah. Hogwarts, yeah. I, oh, just call I, it Hogwarts. I'll tell you for why. Because yeah. I'm, I've just finished, well, I'm nearly finished, uh, Voldemort's turned up, book four on my Audible. Um, it gets, from now onwards, it's not yeah. as good. Because they, they don't talk about school anymore. It's just all yeah. about the Dark Lord and yeah. blah, blah, blah. He goes blah. out of Hogwarts. He go, yeah, he leaves Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, no, it's good at Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes, like, not as fun. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, the bit yeah. you want to see. Magic spells, all that sort of stuff. So that's why that series would be good. That's Life at a magical school. Yeah. Yeah. Although they're doing the play, aren't they? Do you know much about it? Um, I know a little bit about it. I know that it's set forty years. Um, oh, I think I think the I think Harry and Ron and Hermione are now forty years old. Yeah. Um, Do you want to know a cool fact? Yes, claim please. to fame. My uh, uh, my business partner, 
yeah. the other director of Back to the Cinema. Oh, His yeah. little brother is in it. Fantastic. Who does he play? I can't. We can't tell you. I, he, we don't even know. Does he know? He knows. Yeah, it's called The Cursed Child, isn't it's it? It's set over two nights. You have to go two nights. It's a four-hour play. Really? Yeah, you go, if you go on a Thursday, you have to go back on Friday. Oh, and if you go on, And if you go on a Saturday, you go to the matinee and then the evening show. So if you're coming from Liverpool or yeah. America, because it's only in London um, West End at first, it's sold out for a year, but they're re-releasing tickets every Friday and there's a lottery that they do like with all these things. Yeah. Um, but they, it's every Friday tickets get released. But so if you came from like Manchester, you'd have to get a hotel because you've got to watch it on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. And it's not a musical, it's a play. Yeah. It's a full-blown play. Yeah. I'm excited. And especially because I'm doing the books now, it's like like the perfect build-up for it. Yeah. Well, let's go and see that. Well, I'll try and get tickets. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But um, how exciting is that? That's That's incredible news. It's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, cool. I better check I can leave that in. Yeah, I think... No, no, I can't. No, no, we're allowed... You don't want to fuck out for him. No, we're we're now now allowed to announce that he's in it. More TV series based on films slash books. World War Z or Z. Uh, We've talked about this a lot. I think that would be an amazing TV series. Well, let's talk about the, so people might not know, World War Z from the fantastic book um, by Max Brooks, Mm -hmm. which is, well, you finished it and then started it again from the beginning. I've read it about Probably eight times. Really? It is my one of my all-time favourite books. I've done the audio as well, which is good because I do all the accents, which I like. Yeah. Which is like a play. But it is a audio commentary of the Third World War, called World War Z, uh, cleverly, which is the zombie war. And uh, the zombie war actually happened. And the amount of research that's gone into this book about where refugees would go, what the hell would happen to the masses, um, just picking out very uh, obscure things, like what would happen to the people in space? What would happen to the people in submarines? Like random things. The dog patrol... Well, it's, it's very political. It's very well because he, I think, Max so Brooks well. is a um, is a historian. Uh, and yeah. It's based. It's based on a book called uh, the Oral History, an oral history of World War Two, where it's exactly wow. the same. Wow. So it's the same it's, it's, setup. It's, it's it's mini sort of vignettes. It's people's personal experiences of World War Two, um, civilians, um, armies from all sides, all over the world. What it was yeah. like to actually be, what their experience of World War Two is, and um, what he's done is taken that. And, and turned it to zombies. Turned it into a zombie story. But really, really thought about it. And and the writing is, um, again, all these... Well, it ones. lends itself. It's very episodic. It's an incredibly episodic book. And it lends itself, yeah. I think, to long-form episodic TV show. Because the film, unfortunately, was piss poor. I think the film I, on its own was perfectly... It was perfectly yeah, a true. film. But it had nothing, nothing to do, to do with the book. book. Just, the only thing it had Shared to do with the book was the name. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was... Um, it just, there was, I mean, I cared for nobody in that film whatsoever. And I watched a lot of zombie movies and there was just no heart. When you compare it to something like 28 Days Later, of which, in fact, the most powerful bits of 28 Days Later are the stories where you don't see them. You use your own imagination. And hmm. I feel like, um, so hang on, let's talk for your TV series because you make documentaries for a living, basically. So yes. so your, this <laughs> lends itself very well to your skill set anyway. Well, I make a lot of drama documentaries or documentary dramas. Docudramas. Docudramas, which is uh, people's real life experiences uh, dramatised. Uh, dramatised. So I make a lot of those. And that's basically what the book of World War Z is. I think it lends itself very very well to that formula. And it, in fact, I think the one of the original scripts that was submitted for this film followed that format very really? closely. But it was seen... Well, it was just... 
ah, oh, Hollywood, ooh, boo. Yeah. That's so upsetting because it would be absolutely amazing. But as a TV show, if it was show, told it was... almost like part, almost like if you told it like a real life war story, but about zombies, like, well, like just... Band of Brothers, a TV series, Band of Brothers. Yeah, that's Ice Cream Man. No, I don't think you're able to hear that on the mics. Well, Bring Band of Brothers here. was similar to that, wasn't it? We you started off by, um, having interviews with the with the, the actual original people, people, the original yeah, guys, the, the, the original, original soldiers that were actually fighting in World War Two, and then you saw their stories. I yeah. think you could do that with World War Z. You could have a huge cast. Because when you look back at the Band of Brothers cast, it's incredible to look at who was actually in it. And you, yeah. I, I never realised at the time who was in it. You've got them all. You know, you've got Simon Pegg, Tom Hardy. Um, I didn't realise Simon Pegg was in it. Yeah. The guy from Homeland. Stephen, Stephen Graham was in it. Um, it's it's a roll call of all the big names. Who's who of really male actors? He's, he's in it. He's in it. He's in it. And I, I reckon you could have a similar sort of thing with World War Z. You know, you could you could bring up all the new talent. You know, that would be the show to get on. Like Game of Thrones is at the moment. That's the yeah, show to yeah, get on. Yeah. Anyone with a beard dead. with an English accent, yeah. who's a bit grizzled, getting up all the parts on Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. This could be the new. This could be the new thing because you could run it for donkeys forever because it goes through such amazing arcs. Well, this is the, the annoying thing about... So, I'm dedicated to The Walking Dead now. I will watch it until the end. Like, mm. We just will, won't we? Like, yeah. And actually, this season's quite good. Like, I yeah. mean, I'm, my housemate's watching it. She's never seen any of it before. She screams like a child when any zombies come on the screen. So, it's quite fun to watch with her. But then they released Fear the Walking Dead. I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. I wonder when that's set. Maybe 20 years after this series? No, from the beginning again. Yeah. I do not need to see another zombie outbreak. No. I know what happens. Yeah. I'm fed up of hearing someone say, what's it doing? Why is it trying to eat my face? Like, it's a zombie you know it's a zombie you've seen a million zombie films yeah there's, some, often, there's some frustrating bits in, in in the walking dead that they seem to can't get rid of where basically someone will have a little monologue uh, about how the world has changed and in order to, to survive you have to sort of you have to kill and nothing is going to be the same as it used to be i've known that since know, season two been going on for years <laughs> we're watching this for about eight years it's like nothing. i know Why are you, surely you know <laughs> You've been living in this world. There's no need for you to stop. Yeah. I mean, there was some harrowing stuff happened in Walking Dead. Like, there was stuff with kids. There's other things. There's sacrifice stuff. There was a bit of cannibals, which was good. Like, there's some dark yeah. storylines that they attack. But, yeah, no, there's... It's, there's still it's, such it's a, where... It, and they still make stuff. stupid mistakes as well. And, and <laughs> I think in the most recent episode, there was another, oh, I'm just going to go and look in this car. I wonder what might happen. Oh, are you fucking joking? <laughs> I don't. I don't live in that world, but I know that that's a silly idea. What are you doing? I've not survived. I'm wrestling, wrestling on the floor. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, get his face away from me. <sighs> so, so I, so I think you're right. I think you follow almost identical, uh, identically the Band of Brothers format. So you, all the characters would be fake. So I mean, band. Well, it would be a drama doc format. So you'd you'd have your actor being interviewed and telling you the story yeah. and we'd, we'd we'd go in and out and it'd be very much a sort of, sort of Martin Scorsese sort of constant VO narrative yeah, yeah, of a yeah. couple Lo- of people's yeah, different stories great. a week. Yeah, great. And I think that'd just be brilliant. Well, I'd you just have one character there. a week, like that in treatment or something like this. Like, where it's, and you could even do like 22 minute episodes which is one person per week. So just... I think it'd be pretty good. Or take it back to the film format and you'd have a trilogy and the first half of the book is pretty much The Great Panic. The Great and that Panic. would be, for me, that would be a horror film. That would be like Alien. <clears throat> yeah. It would be a horror film of the world falling apart as, as the zombie ap- apocalypse to- uh, took hold. The sort of second part of the book, second chapter, is called Total War. Yeah. And that, for me, would be an action film. That would be like Aliens. 
where it would be Ooh, the world's aliens, military aliens. coming together and fighting back against a zombie plague and it would just be a hardcore action film. So what's and the then third the third one? bit would be more Do that of... like the document do that more do that more like your our, our, our T V idea and have it a bit more of people saying this is how we won the war. Yeah. But that would be it. Would be it would be horror film, a film, action film, and then the third bit would be more of a sort of polit- political thriller of how the world is getting back on its. But you feet. know that you know for a fact that our third one's going to be split into two films. No, we wouldn't allow that to happen. I'm afraid, mate. We wouldn't allow talks. that to happen. I'm afraid you can do this, but you have to split the last one into two films yeah. and sell lunchboxes with zombies on yeah, it. Yeah, no, that would be terrible. Yeah, a bit like <laughs> Hunger Games. I watched the second one of the Hunger Games. Have they second of the two? I've never, I've never watched a single one. Well, don't. Do yeah. just don't. Just the first one was going to be alright, wasn't it? Yeah, but then, but then, but then you were hooked in this story, and nothing happens in it ever. Yeah, I don't like. No, no but the first ever, the first ever film. First film one, film one, good. Yeah, yeah, the one that's like battle royale. Yeah, yeah, quite yeah, good because yeah, yeah. the concept's good. Yeah. And then once you leave the game, it's crap. Well, yeah. It's like the Matrix. Don't the leave the Matrix. The, the, Stay the third, in the, the Matrix at all possible. Yeah, don't leave. like Maze Runner. We're out the maze. Oh, good. Yeah. So now he's just running around. Prison Break. We're out of prison. Oh, yeah. good. Just running around. It's all Maze Runner. It was ridiculous. Maze Runner's good. Why didn't they just climb up the ivy onto the top of the maze and get out that way? It didn't look hard. There po- was ivy growing all the way down to the Poison floor. Poison ivy. Climb up the ivy. Poison walk ivy. Walk on the top of the maze. Poison Done. ivy. What? Well, well, you should... Well, it was <laughs> stupid. You should have been in the maze. <laughs> but um, I quite like the uh, the cast for... It was like that was a super young who's who of British new talent yeah. the bird from Skins the guy from did it have Will Poulter in it yeah who's yeah, now yeah, done yeah. Revenant yeah 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 alright well I'm up for, who's going to write the script for this World War Z thing how do we do it <laughs> uh, well the rights have already been bought by Plan B so yeah so that's it Not it's us. gone <laughs> it's gone forever well they are making a sequel yeah I don't want to watch it I do I will watch it but like I'm not. Which is weird because it, the story pretty much ended at the end of the first one. Like, so we've got the cure. Are they going to do no another worries. 28 days later? Because I thought it was going to be 28 days, 28 weeks, and then I was hoping they'd do a 28 years. And it would um, be like proper probably, bonkers. It's probably up for discussion, isn't it? A bit like um, Stakeland. I think it might be in development. But these really? things take a while. Then you've just yeah. got you've got to get the interest of the studios, haven't you? That's the whole thing. You've got to go to you've got to write the script. You've got, to get, you've got to get people on board, and then you've got to go to the studios and say, "Excuse me, can you give me?" Hundred million, X million dollars, and they'll go yep, no. And it's all timing, isn't it? It's whether or not that fits in time with what's going on in the rest of the world. Exactly. No, we've just released Walking Dead, so now we're not doing any zombies for ten years. Yeah. Zombies are on hold for five yeah. years. And often, what studios do as well, because this happened to a friend of mine, is that they'll buy up the rights to a script, put it in a drawer, just so no one else can have it, and they'll yeah. put it in the drawer and go right. We might come back to that in the future, but that we quite like that. That could be a hit. We're not willing to invest. The money to make it but we don't want anyone else to do it in case it's a hit so we'll buy that we'll stick it in the drawer and no one else can have it that's can they can there should be a law against that why <laughs> it's a free market economy so a friend Ooh. of mine uh, editor i, I work with is that burning scripts. a book the publishing industry do exactly the same they look at the man- manuscript might not be good enough to publish but just to be on the safe side and how much are they but then matey boy that wrote it is getting paid uh, yeah, but then the film doesn't get made. It was a guy that I worked with who wrote a script. Um, well, he wrote a script, um, got an agent, sent it off, suddenly got calls from like Warner Brothers, from, from all the different what? studios, come to come to Hollywood, we want to talk about your script, we want to buy it. He thought, bloody hell, this is amazing. When he got offers, I think, of, of, of I think a couple of hundred grand. Uh, okay. Quite big money. Yeah. And they were the different studios were you you know offering him, so he decided to go with one. I said, right, we'll buy it off you. And he said, that's it. I'm a, I'm a Hollywood screenwriter. My film's going to get, my script's going to get made. Never heard anything ever again. 
that's got to be got the money, of course, but that's got to be soul destroying. Locked up in the drawer. As an artist, that would be. I'd rather not have the money and have the film. Yeah, it's got to be disheartening. I would. You would. Because I think they give you the spiel. I think you said there were certain people attached to it. They said, you know, we've got people interested in this. This is going to happen. Fucking brilliant. And then that was it. Never heard of ever again. That would be. Ah, well, that's upset me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. That's rubbish. But it's... then, but then, that's not to say they won't ever make it. They could sit down and say, right, what have we got well, in, in, the slate, years... in the next five years? Don't know. What have we ever got anything in the in the bank? Yeah, like Let's in. Um... Oh, what about this one? Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> what else have you got on your list, Nick? Anything else there that could be a TV show made from a movie? <laughs> it's not a very good idea, but I thought Tomb Raider. <laughs> no, I can, two, I can see that. The series. I, I wouldn't mind that being low budget as well, actually. There was Would a series a starring the girl to... from Wayne's World and True Lies, whose name yeah. I've completely forgotten. She was in a series that was basically Tomb Raider. That was basically a female, big-boobed Indiana Jones. Really? Back in the day, yeah. It was. I think it was called something well, like Tomb, Tomb, Raider has Tomb had a, Hunter or something. Tomb Raider. Um, Lara Croft has been reincarnated anyway. She is, and it's uh, the director of the game is uh, a woman. So she's no longer a big, busty idiot. She's actually a very intelligent... Well, you know who they're talking Not big about the new woman about who they're going to cast. What new Tomb Raider? Yeah. Uh, oh, let me have a little guess. Smaller boobs for starters. Yeah. Um, let's well, uh, let's have clues. What she's been in? What will I know her from TV or film? Uh, you'll know her from film. Is she? Uh, is she quite young? She is young. Because the new Tomb Raider is like seventeen. Yeah, she is. She is pretty young. Um, is she in Game of Thrones? She's not in Game of Thrones because uh, that's not a film. Oh, she's. A- <laughs> Oh yeah, shit. Is um so she's in a film. Is it like it's not gonna be? And I think the way you said it, she's in a film. She's just in more... one film. She's in a film. She's only ever been in one film. Star Wars girl. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley would she... be a good Tomb Raider. They're, apparently they're talking. She can't say much, but she would be good, wouldn't she? That would be, well, and because Tomb Raider is very posh. Uh, yeah, Tomb Raider is a posh British woman. She's a posh British rich architect yeah. who's got no parents. And Daisy Ridley, of course, you know her new character is 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 Ray from Star Wars, who is she's going to do bloody well, isn't she? She's going to be the next. She's a powerful woman. She's good. She's the, the, the hero, to, the main hero. We need to pair up with Chris Pratt and to give him a show, and they can take over the world. Yes, indeed. They're like, they are the new. Like who's who? The new power couple. They're the new power couple, man. (laughs) Johnny, yeah, Angelina Jolie, old, yeah, and went a bit weird. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it'll be good. She's the new, yeah, she'll be the new. Everyone, she's in talks. Well, that'd be cool. All right, I like that. Um, all right, well, look, that's it. We're we're going to start script writing. Um, obviously, I I forgot to mention throughout the entire podcast but if at any point there's something we've spoken about that you feel that you would like us to know about and we will talk about it again we do do that Pumba and James have been uh, mentioned in previous episodes <laughs> um, you can uh, tweet us at yard underscore cast uh, is our Twitter but um, just send us an email actually it's probably easier because I don't even check the Twitter I don't think uh, which is just yardcast at backyardcinema.co.uk I mean, here's to new levels of professionality um, but we're quite busy so just send an email it'd be much easier I'll just send it to Dominic at backyardcinema.co.uk that's easier as well actually we'll just write it on a piece of paper and throw it out the window so next <laughs> um, alright guys uh, I don't need to round up I've been told that the round uh, I've been told that the round up's crap it's not professional <laughs> it sounds rubbish we're not a radio show there's no need to round up they all just heard what we did so there's no need to tell them what we just did but what I will say is we'll be back probably monthly guys uh, because we're busy and um, it gives us more to talk about and if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about do get in touch 
Uh, you can call me on 0796. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Well, happy Easter. It's Easter Sunday today. It is. When we're recording this. Happy Easter. I'm going to send it out. We're doing Roman Juliet goes live on Tuesday. So if you're coming to join us for that, I hope you enjoy it. It's going to be sick. Yeah, uh, are you going to come this good. time round, Nicholas? I am going to come this time round. Not right. next week, though, because I'm not here. No, the week after. It's on for two weeks. Um, all right, that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. It's not a tumor. Bueller. Bueller.